0: Hey, my Jutterflies. Happy Sagittarius season and happy December. It's your favorite astrology king here, Jared, and back to you with another episode, another installment, another round of Astro by Jared. I mean, y'all don't know what I mean. It's all right. I know we're all too happy to be on winter break and just not to have to worry about any more classes, deadlines, exams, all that. I hope them GPA is looking good too, cause I know mine is. Now we can all just vibe, chill, and be thankful for this break that we have and we get to spend it with friends and family and our loved ones. No pressure, no worries. Nothing like that. On this episode, we'll be doing things a little differently. Today won't be an interview, but more of a star spill because I'll be spilling info about the stars. Y'all get it? <laughs> this installment will be an astrology 101 episode. We can call it, mm, ABJ's Astro 101. I like that. It has character, it's cute, it's fun. Let's roll into the planetary forecast of our current positions of the planet. The sun is currently doing its last rounds in Sagittarius and moves into Capricorn on the 21st at 9.49 PM. So happy Capricorn season, guys. The moon is currently in Scorpio, and on the 21st, the moon will move into Sagittarius at 7.13 a.m. As of right now, Mercury and Venus are both in Capricorn, but starting on the 29th of December, around 1.58, 2 p.m., we will start our last Mercury retrograde of 2022. This retrograde will take us into the new year and end on January 18, 2023. Now, I know not all of us have heard of the word retrograde or like know what a retrograde is, so let me just tell you guys what retrograde is. It basically means when whichever planet, the person, or me, more than likely me, you'll probably hear me talk about it, that planet will be moving in a backwards motion rather than going forward. All of the planets in astrology can go through a retrograde other than the sun and the moon because the sun isn't going to move backwards and the moon isn't going to move backwards. There is no sun retrograde or moon retrograde. Venus will move out of Capricorn and into Aquarius on January 3rd at 2 10 a.m. Mars is still in retrograde in Gemini and will end its retrograde motion on January 13th. But won't leave the sign of Gemini until later in March. All right, now it's time to jump into ABJ's Astro 101. In astrology, most of you may know there are 12 zodiacal signs that correspond with different energies, different seasons, and all around different essences that make each of them so unique. And it doesn't start with Capricorn just because that is the season where New Year's rolls around. But are y'all ready for New Year's? Oh, okay. That's because in astrology, the astrological New Year starts with Aries season. This is the chronological order of the signs. Aries, the ram, Taurus, the bull, Gemini, the twins, Cancer, the crab, Leo, the lion, Virgo, the virgin or the maiden, Libra, the scales of justice, Scorpio, the scorpion, Sagittarius, the centaur, with a bow and arrow, or the archer. Capricorn, the goat, Aquarius, the water bearer, and finally with Pisces, the two fish. Now that we all know them in order, you guys should know that they also follow the pattern of season. The different seasons would be spring, summer, autumn, and winter. The spring signs are Aries, Taurus, and Gemini. The signs of the summer are Cancer, Leo, and Virgo. The autumn signs are Libra, Scorpio, and Sagittarius. And the signs of winter are Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. Now we will cover the different sections that the signs can be divided into. The 12 signs can be split into groups of twos, threes, fours, and sixes. The first two groups that the astrological signs can be split into would be dualities, meaning six signs would reflect a masculine energy and six signs would reflect a feminine energy. And when I say masculine or feminine, that does not relate to masculinity or femininity. Masculine energy is yang energy, doing and driving, while feminine energy is yin energy with just being and living. The fire and air signs are masculine and the water and earth signs are Feminine. The six masculine signs are Aries, Gemini, Leo, Sagittarius, Libra, and Aquarius. The six feminine signs are Pisces, Taurus, Cancer, Virgo, Capricorn, and Scorpio. To go to more of a familiar note, let's talk about the four different sections of three that the signs can be divided into. These would be known as triplicities, or as more people know them as, the elements. The fire signs are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. The earth signs are Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. The air signs include Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And last but not least, the water signs include Scorpio, Pisces, and Cancer. The three different groups that the signs can be arranged into would be quadruplicities, which are groups of four and also known as the modalities. The modalities show us how the signs intertwined with the world around them, including what they bring, what they create, form, control, and the energies they impose on life around them. The three modalities are cardinal, fixed, and mutable. Aries, Libra, Cancer, and Capricorn are cardinal. Cardinals are the beginners, the initiators, the creators, and they love being on top. They're the driving and starting force energy. They are outgoing and go-getters. Even though they like being on top, they do have a tender spot for those who know just how to take command off their shoulders. The fixed signs include Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. The fixed modality houses the perfectors, the controllers, and those who excel in completion. Although they can be seen as quite stubborn and resistant to change, it does not mean it will never happen. You know, everything takes time. The mutable signs include Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. The mutables are just as they sound, mute-able. They can mutate and form into whatever need be, no matter the dilemma, situation, or circumstance. They are flexible, versatile, and extremely adaptable. Considering they can slip and slide through situations, they can sometimes come up as unseen or unkindable committed finally that leaves the six groups of two which are the polarity pairs as some people call them sister signs each of the polarities correlate to an axis in astrology that i will talk about later these are the six aries and libra taurus and scorpio aquarius and leo sagittarius and gemini virgo and pisces and capricorn and cancer so now we're going to get into planetary rulerships of each of these signs and if i can remember correctly not a lot of you got the question right earlier in sagittarius season when i asked you what planet ruled sagittarius hmm That's funny, but that's okay. I'm always here to teach. For these, I will use traditional and modern astrology representation. In traditional astrology, astrologers use only the seven main planets and focus more on the external essence of who we are. In modern astrology, it is more personal, psychological, and hones in on the traits that each of us have, depending on our natal charts. The sun embodies what most people see about you from the surface or from outside without looking in. It centers your drive, where you get your energy from, your ego, and your pride. This is what most people refer to in astrology when someone asks them their sun sign or their horoscope. The sun rules over the sign Leo. The moon rules cancer and rules over your emotions, your body, your instincts, intuition, and your unconscious. The moon is more of what you see about yourself, sort of what is hidden, but more of what is private or personal to you and you alone. Mercury reigns over the mind, how you think, how you communicate, and even what you you like to communicate. It is known as the planet of the mind. It also commands the voice, public speaking, singing, acting, and the nervous system. Mercury rules in Gemini and Virgo. Venus is about what we like, what we love, and what we deem pleasurable. Your Venus can also show you what kind of appeal you possess, your personality, and how you indulge. Venus rules Taurus and Libra. The planet Mars rules over aggression, passion, and forcefulness. Mars can also rule your action, how much you can take or withstand in a given period, and your impulses and positions. Aries and Scorpio are ruled by Mars. Venus and Mars may be opposites of one another, but they both intertwine when it comes to what we desire, what we want to go for, what we pursue, and our sexual impulses, energy, and drive. Saturn reigns over system, order, karma, and judgment. Also known as the planet of restriction, Saturn centers and focuses on discipline, obligation, and authority. and also needs to be done and done correctly. Saturn rules Capricorn and traditionally Aquarius. Jupiter rules Sagittarius and in traditional astrology, Pisces. Jupiter is all about luck, success, expansion, and optimism. Jupiter is also closely tied with having we remain upbeat or optimistic during times of hardship. The next three planets are used in modern astrology but not in traditional astrology, so stay with me. For the signs Pisces, Aquarius, and Scorpio, astrologers give primary and secondary rulerships to each. The primary would be their first traditional rulership with the modern rulership being secondary or vice versa, depending on who you ask. Uranus rules Aquarius and is about innovation, adventure, creation, technology, learning, and imagination. Uranus is about progression, even if rebellion is necessary. The planet magnifies possibility, awakening, a revolution, and what could and very much can be. Neptune rules imagination as well, but on the dream state of things. Neptune is the planet of dreams, wishes, and rules over Pisces. And finally, Pluto reigns over Scorpio and rules regeneration, chaos, destruction, and transformation. Pluto cleanses so there is a clean slate. Pluto focuses on starting over, going back to the beginning, and rebirth. Essential dignities correlate to the strength or weakness that an astrological planet would have in a given sign. Each dignity is labeled throughout domicile, detriment, fall, or exalted slash exaltation, whichever you want to say. When you think of domicile, think of home. Think of where it's comfortable. Now on the opposite end, you would think detriment, where it's weakened or not its strongest, away from home. Fall is when the planet is in its most debilitated state. It's not its strongest and it's not heard from. But if you look at the other end, where it's strengthened and doing its best, it's exalted. When planets are in detriment and fall, it is where the planets have difficult times expressing themselves or they're just not as comfortable in. Although the terminology may be a bit swaying, don't let it convince you that you are quote-unquote a bad person or bad at doing certain things just because you have particular placements. Now I'm going to go through the essential dignities of the ten planets. The sun is in domicile in Leo, in detriment in Aquarius, in exaltation in Aries, and in fall in Libra. The moon is in fall in Scorpio, in exaltation in Taurus, in detriment in Capricorn, and at home or in domicile in Cancer. A few people say different things about Mercury, but from what I've learned, Mercury rules the two signs, Gemini and Virgo, and is domicile in both. It's in exaltation in Virgo, and in detriment in Sagittarius and Pisces, and in fall in Pisces, almost like a two for one. Venus is in domicile in Taurus and Libra, as Venus rules both of the signs, in detriment in Scorpio and Aries, and fall in Virgo, and in exaltation in Pisces. Mars is an exaltation in Capricorn. And fall in Cancer and domicile in Aries and Scorpio and in detriment in Libra and Taurus. Saturn is in domicile in Capricorn and Aquarius in detriment in Cancer and Leo and exaltation in Libra and in fall in Aries. Jupiter is in fall in Capricorn and exaltation in Cancer in detriment in Gemini and Virgo and at home or domicile in Sagittarius and Pisces since it does rule both. Pluto is in exaltation in Leo and fall in Aquarius and domicile in Scorpio and in detriment in Taurus. Uranus rules Aquarius, so that's where at home it's in detriment in leo and fall in taurus and exaltation in scorpio neptune is domicile in pisces and fall in capricorn in detriment in virgo and exaltation in cancer don't let the linguistics wrap up your perception of astrology or how you feel about yourself astrology is a learning device and should not be used to pin or push anyone into a box now we're going to go into the colors associated with the astrological signs and the planet i will go based on nearest to farthest from the sun the planetary order would be sun mercury venus then the earth's moon mars jupiter saturn then including in modern astrology it would be followed by uranus neptune and pluto the earth is not mentioned in this order due to astrology being the study and practice of how planetary phenomena have an effect on earthly and human occurrences in simpler terms astrology is the examination of planets and how they perform and interact with each other and on us the sun is represented by the colors gold mustard and orange the moon is associated with white and silver green is mercury's ruling color venus is connected to the colors pink and off white mars reigns over the color red black gray and indigo represent saturn and jupiter is represented by yellow Leo is linked to the color gold and orange. The color associated with Gemini is yellow. Virgo's colors are brown and green, and in some cases, purple. Libra is connected to light blue and light pink. Taurus is associated with the color green. Cancer rules the colors white and silver. The color Scorpio is associated with is black. Aries reigns over the color red. Sagittarius rules over the color purple. Pisces is connected to light, pale, or seafoam green. Capricorn reigns over the two colors, gray and brown, and Aquarius's color is blue. In astrology, the days of the week also correspond to planets. Sunday would be ruled by the sun. Monday would be ruled by the moon. Mars would rule Tuesday. Mercury would rule over Wednesday. Thursday is represented by Jupiter. Venus represents Friday. And Saturday represents Saturn. I also mentioned that I would be going over the different axis and how each of the polarity pairs correlate to a specific axis. Aries and Libra represent the axis of independence. Taurus and Scorpio correlate to the axis of magnetism. The Charisma axis is represented by Aquarius and Leo. The axis of communication is portrayed by Sagittarius and Gemini. The axis of humility is represented by Virgo and Pisces, and Capricorn and Cancer correlate to the responsibility axis. Since we're at the end of the show, and I hope you guys enjoyed the lesson, I wanted to include some famous Sagittarius considering it's Sagittarius season Janelle Monet, Richard Pryor, Deshaun Jackson, Charles Michael Davis, and Zoe Kravis. And since we're getting close to the sun transitioning into Capricorn, it only felt right to include some of the goats. Here are six people who have their sun in the sign of Capricorn Martin Luther King Jr., Michelle Obama, Denzel Washington, LeBron James, Gail King, and John Legend. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Astro by Jared. How Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. You can find and follow me on Instagram at As Told by Jared and the podcast at Astro by Jared. Stay tuned for more. Astro by Jared is a product of WANM FM 90.5 from the School of Journalism and Graphic Communication at Florida A&M University.